Lovely fella. That's the only request. Can I play your guitar? Through Wonderwall. I'm a good singer. Can I sing with you? Oh, give us another. Come on, mate. One more song. 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 Right, hello and welcome to the One More Songcast, it's Lee here. It's Luke here, I don't know which camera to look at here, we've got two cameras with such a professional outfit. <laughs> I know mate, it's weird looking at you. This is reminiscent of the old days when we was in that uh, studio just talking to each other. Yeah, when we, when we used to talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're, we're going to do a recap of our season one, so we've had five guests on haven't we for season one. We have. We're in a bit of a break at the minute where we're recording new episodes um, and reflecting on our first season yeah. so lee what have we learned do you reckon being podcasters in 2023 what's the experience like the <laughs> expectation compared to the reality and and some of the challenges we've had along the way um we've had plenty haven't we to be fair yeah to be honest i think i think we both thought it was going to be easier than it was mm. um i think when you looked at it it's just two people talking into a mic in front of a camera so, but then you don't actually realise how much editing goes into getting the sound right, no. getting it to look right, how it looks on social media, keeping the social media running. Yeah. So, definitely. what started off is what we thought was probably going to be a one day a week job is turned into a seven day a week, twenty four seven job, generating ideas and thinking about things, thinking about guests, getting in touch with guests, everything mm. about it has taken ages, hasn't it? What about yourself? What yeah, do you I think, think we had this ambition at the start that we were going to get an episode out a week. But there's so much that goes into, and we know this as musicians, but there's so much that goes into sound. And you think, oh, well, people are just talking, but you've got to consider, like, position of the mic, sibilance, stuff that's annoying, background frequencies, and then you've got the video side of it as well. Um, and the social media side has been the main thing for me because... Um, there's no good putting these lovely videos together and stuff if you're not promoting it properly on social media. So it's like designing all the different templates for the different social media sites and it, it, it's been we, we're not making out that it's been a blag we enjoy it but we we couldn't we couldn't maintain with gigs um a, a podcast a week could we at, no. well, at the minute we can't do that so we pushed it back to two a week um which i think is a little bit more um Doable. easy yeah easier Doable, almost, yeah. you know so i yeah. think as well like we didn't expect to do it duo out of this either no, did we no it's now turned into a trio so that's then turned into a weekly rehearsal mm. so then you've got that on top of the actual podcast recording and ideas and editing and everything that goes into what makes this podcast so enjoyable um yeah, it's just been a lot, hasn't it, mate? It does, it does. But uh, I'm enjoying it. I, I, I like the fact that, you know, with a lot of these projects in life, music, sport, whatever it is, these things can sometimes crumble within the first two weeks, first month. Uh, you know, you might put a new band together and then someone goes and does something else. We've stuck it out and I'm glad that we're still here doing it because it, yeah, it's good fun. We're learning a lot from, from people that are in the same industry as us. I've already learnt plenty off, you know, the people that we've had on so far. Plenty of guests to come. People are really enthusiastic about coming on as well. I suppose it's um, free promotion for them, um, but also just having a chat with people. I do feel like 
our goal at the start was to bring people closer together and I do feel that. I feel like I know more musicians in the area. I understand them a little bit better, their stories and, and stuff like that. And I just, yeah, I feel we're, doing, feel we're doing the good job in what we set out to do, really, you know. Yeah, man, I think um, as well, like, obviously we had my bandmate Lee on and we had Georgia on, who are people that I knew before. Yeah. We had Justin Crow on and Chris, who, well, Justin's taught you, Chris has mm. taught both of us. And you feel like you're just getting to know them. Like, there's yeah. so much you didn't know about them. Like, it was like, did you even know them before this? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, it's funny you should story. mention uh, Justin because one of me, one of me pals that plays in the cavern, he'd taken a picture of Justin on the cavern stage on Saturday night. He said, oh, it's your podcast, mate. So uh, people are listening, you know. Um, people are uh, understanding the guests that we're having on. And, you know, if they see them at a gig, they understand their story as well. So it, yeah, it's it adds like, oh, to I them. Oh, I know him. Yeah, he was on the One More exactly, Song mate. Exactly, Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it still feels weird a little bit like that. Um, like I, I was at an open mic the other month. and um, Well, Chris Haley's open mic at the Doghouse in Bamber Bridge. And... Yeah, some guy came up to us and said, oh, yeah, I really liked your episode of the podcast. Yeah. I'd never met the guy, so yeah. it was really nice to get that. Yeah. It's been a reality check at the start because um, without sounding big-headed, like, I'm probably the same with you, on our, on our singing pages, I, we get a lot of love from people that come and watch our games yeah, and, yeah. and stuff like that. Whereas the podcast, it, it's, it was very slow at the start. Yeah. So you'd put all this effort into... Um, you know, putting a really fancy picture on to advertise your podcast and you get no likes or no interaction. You'd be like, but it's not, it's not, it's not um, disencouraged. Is that a word? Disencouraged. It's not something yeah. that's deterred me from keep going with it. I, I do believe that I, you just got to keep going with it. You just got to keep pushing, yes. pushing it. Um, and I don't know what, where that comes from, but I just, I think it's just because I'm enjoying it. I actually enjoy on, for the most part, I enjoy the editing and I enjoy actually just sitting there tweaking bits and bats um, so yeah, I think we just got to keep going with it. Hundred percent, yeah. I keep mean, improving. You did, we didn't get to three thousand listeners on, across all the pods, and you know the, the hundred subscribers. We got there quite quickly, really. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't get there. If we had have stopped in the first six weeks, we wouldn't have even got to hundred views yeah. on an episode. Yeah. I don't think. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about um, our very first. Um, podcast so it seems like ages ago so when did we start filming just after christmas weren't it so we started off in your um former lockup um it was absolutely freezing weren't it and then we had all the issues with like going into your studio that you're at now and like the the um the light battery dying and (laughs) stuff like that stuff going out of focus we've had to learn a lot in a short space of time yeah the 30 30 minute camera roll um the the reduction in space yeah yeah Um, um, that was that was pretty bad. Let's talk about the first. So basically, we, we mentioned it a lot on the podcast. There's um there's a thirty minute timer on these cameras. So I think we did one of our first episodes was just me and Lee, and we did like we we spoke for an hour and a half. Went back to the camera and it had only filmed thirty minutes <laughs> of it. So it was like, why the hell has it done that? And we just wasted all that time jibber jabbering on with no video. And then, like I say, I, I kept saying to you, I think that light's dying over there, isn't it? And the, the, back, the camera just kept going, sorry, the light just kept going down and yeah. down and down. Before we knew it, we were just in complete darkness where we were just talking yeah, shit. Yeah, mad. <laughs> um, what would you say was the first thing you noticed, like, when you're watching yourself back and editing mm. these things? What would you say was the first thing you noticed? Because for me, it was so weird seeing myself on camera and how I looked and, like, like, is my face normally like that? My face is really weird. <laughs> <Struck me too. laughs> yeah. No, um, I think 
I've probably not completely uh, erased it yet, but on the first podcast, I was just constantly going, yeah, 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 yeah. So say you say something, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just, it's not, you shouldn't be really be doing that. So I'm always trying to think of ways how I can improve as a host, I suppose. I still do it a little bit and I have to really remind myself to not do it. So if we're having a conversation, I'm just sat there going, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's no good, especially no. when you're clipping stuff up as well and all you can hear in the background is you going, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think, stuff uh, like that winds me up, so I'm trying think, to work on it. Yeah, like the facial expressions you pull at certain points and all this sort of thing, the movements you make, it's yeah. just, why am I doing that? No, and no. then also, like, I think the more you get used to being on camera, at first, did you find you were forgetting what you were saying in the middle of a sentence? Because yeah. I actually remember on your episode mm. where we were introducing you, you actually like, forgot a question of mine. <laughs> Just rambling on about something else completely. Yeah, yeah. Go, oh, what, what, what were we talking about then? What yeah, was the question? Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. It's, it's, it's one of them. It's presenting, isn't it? It's, it's not natural. Um, it's not natural to just stare into this lens and like talk, is it? And your mind can just go blank when you're just staring into this nothingness, really. So it is. It has been. Have you found that it's translated over to gigging? Have you become a little bit more confident talking on the mic at gigging and stuff like that? Yeah, I think I was trying to find things to talk about a lot of gigs because generally my talking to the audience was banter. If I'd seen someone fall over pissed, it was like right, there's an opportunity to take the piss out of someone. Mm -hmm. Like, um, but. Other than that, I wasn't really introducing songs. So it is, I would say it's definitely helped with that because just something as simple as introducing a song then builds that connection with the audience. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd say it has translated over to gigs, like just talking in general now, I feel, I mean, I was gobby anyway, but <laughs> I feel like it, it's easier to talk to an audience on stage now, definitely. Yeah, the, 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 I've not noticed it at gigs, but I've noticed it just out and about, talking to people at gigs, talking to just anybody really on the street. You can strike up a conversation a little bit easier, I feel, and, and you have, I don't know, it just feels a little bit more natural to have com general conversation with people that you don't know. Yeah, um, 100%. Yeah. So that's always a positive, really, because especially as a teenager, I really struggle with that, actually just talking to people I don't know. Um, and I'm not saying I struggle with that now particularly, but it just feel like it's enhanced my social skills a little bit more, yeah. um, even if it's just a little bit. So, uh, yeah, it's not bad when we do what we do. Like, so, obviously, we did run into a few challenges, like the placement of the mics. We were finding the audio was dropping, uh, considering the, the quality of my original microphone wasn't as good. We've now uh, upgraded right. a couple of mics. Got uh, that bad boy mic today, haven't we? Yeah, bro. This is the, this is the top podcaster mic that he's <laughs> rocking today. Yeah. We'll listen. see what it sounds like afterwards. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have fun editing this one, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, what, what did you find, like, particularly the first challenges were, and when did you feel like we were starting to overcome it? Like, how yeah. many episodes in did you feel like, yeah, we're getting this yeah. now? There was, a, there was an episode that we did before we came into Stephanie's studio, which we were at today, where we were just really struggling with... Um, like the loud parts and the quiet parts of somebody's speech. So say someone's, like I say, talking a little bit quieter than they might laugh. And obviously that's, we were trying to figure out why is it that we can't just get a consistent vocal. So we did a lot of research and this is where the compression argument <laughs> came in. 
So, this I mean, is where the podcast yeah, could have ended. I mean, I mean, it's a music podcast, so I'd hope that most people would understand what compression is. But compression, in, in in layman's terms, is just bringing the loud part. It's a plug-in, like on on Logic or whatever software you use, and you can use it in live music as well, where you just bring the volume of the of the loudest notes down, so that it's a little bit more consistent with the quieter parts. Um, so that took us ages to figure that out, didn't it? And we oh. were, this is the first time that we had a proper argument. So it was over voice note. And I was trying to convince Lee that it was compression. I can't remember what you were saying it was, but we were just having this back and forth argument over voice note. And it was like, no, I've already told you. We'll, we'll, we'll put some of the conversations oh, in. We want to do that. We actually want to do that because it's funny. And it also like... I think that imperfection behind the scenes shows that it's not yeah, all smooth. Yeah, and I thought that was the end sailing. of the podcast at one point because we were... But to be fair, the good thing about um, man in your relationship is we can overcome things pretty quickly. Yeah, um, it was like once it was done, it was yeah. like, well, we've had an argument. What can we do about it exactly, now? Just get yeah, on with it. And it yeah. was... I think the, the funny thing was the reason the argument got heated is because, like, one of us was saying something and then... It, we, we were just getting that angry about it. We were also yeah. not even listening to no, what the other no, person no. was saying and just hearing bits. Yeah. So <laughs> it was just the case of, right, yeah, we need to probably just listen to what the other person's actually saying. And we had, I mean, there, there, there will be disagreements yeah. in that, but I think that was probably the first time where it was like, okay, we've totally misunderstood mm. each other here. We need to just reel this in a and bit. And that took us about four weeks to get that episode out, didn't it? Because we were just like, we weren't happy with it. And we was like, no, we've got a set of standard here where we can't accept these things. So we put it back and, and it's, been, it's been good because we've figured that out now and that we ain't going to have them same problems again. So No, I think, um, again, when you want something to go well, both of you have got frustration. Yeah. You're both fighting for the same mm. thing, really. So I had a time where all I was... And you said it to me. You said, all I'm focusing on is this podcast. It was like uh, the guitar practice was out the window, singing practice. All I was doing was just obsessing, obsessing, obsessing. Mm. Um, which is a good thing and a, and a bad thing. Um, so it, it enabled us just to step back a little bit and actually just, you know, work on it, really. Yeah, and then have you found since then your gigging's got better because you're <laughs> able to focus on the gigs a little bit Yeah, yeah, more. yeah. I mean, I've got quite a good routine now. Like, we dedicate today to, to filming. Um, and for the next season, we're trying to get ahead a little bit more so they're actually sat on YouTube ready to go rather than filming on the Monday and rushing to get it out on the, on the following Monday. We're, yeah, we're going to have the series on. ready to go, aren't we? So Yeah, we've got a few episodes in the bank. We've got some really good guests. Um, we'll talk about that later on, though. Before uh, we move on, we're just going to put that compression argument yeah. in now. So it's me and Lee bickering about a really small feature that you can use on editing software. So we'll pop that in now and you can have a listen and a laugh to that. It's uh, thankfully been the worst argument we've had, but uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see you in a minute. Right, sorry, I'm, I'm 30 seconds in there. It's not my vocal that's the issue. My vocal's spot on. It's your vocal. Right, I told you this four times now. I've not touched your vocal. Lee, for the hundredth time, it is not my vocal, it is your vocal. Just listen back to the 1 minute 50 clip I've just sent you there. It's nothing to do with my vocal, it is your vocal. Right, as I said, I've not touched your vocal. I know it's my vocal that's the issue. It was just that you said... I fucking haven't touched your fucking vocal. Fucking stupid cunt. Don't fucking touch my vocal, lad. Who are you fucking talking to, lad? Right, okay, Lee. Yep, 
so the next one we're going to do is I want to know what you found the most interesting parts of the pod so far. So we've got first one favorite chats we've had. Ooh. I I'm I'm going to be honest I I really enjoyed George's chat. I did because yeah. I had a few scepticisms about agencies. I didn't really know George that well. And I thought she had some quite interesting perspectives because we pretty much, we maybe not the same with Justin and, and with Lee. Uh, we, we all, with George, we do the same thing, really. We're going in the same venues, the same pubs. And she had some quite interesting angles on, on whether it's payment methods, whether it's just um, dealing with crowds. I thought it, that, that, was, that was interesting to me. Um, yeah. But at the same time, you've then got, Justin Crow that we've had on that's been all around the world. It's played with some, you know, like famous um, singers from the 60s and whatever else. So on the flip side, very different to what we do, but, but massively interested in a different way. Yeah, I think George's was one of my favourite because it was like, it was like the peak. Um, I'm not actually sure that that's on this season. This, so, uh, no, I it is. Oh, it's already been George's. Oh, of course yeah. it has, yeah. What we're talking about, it was the last one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so... George's was like, I felt like it was one of the smoothest chats we've yeah. had. Um, it was hard to pick this one because every chat's been interesting because we've had such a different angle. But I've really enjoyed speaking to uh, Shelley LeFay because it was the first guest that neither of us knew. Definitely, yeah. Um, but then, yeah, like you say, like we'd kn- we've learned so much about these people. Did we even know them before? Um And I think as well, I really enjoyed Justin's, like you say, because of the trips around the world. But one of my other favourites was talking to Lee Jones. Mm. Because it was like so much about like the scene, how it was. And what like you you can see why bands like get annoyed at fees because he was playing in the 1990s on a Tuesday night. And on a Saturday night now, he's still getting like he's just about getting more than what what the fee was then and you know it was the stories about like the original music and the trip to london was a particular <laughs> favorite um we'll pop that in now for you there was a guy called dougie daggers <laughs> and, he's, and he's what a name uh, what and what a name and and he fit his he fit his name perfectly um god bless his soul but he's but uh, but again these characters were around and it was it, it was it was a different scene. Mm. It was a different mm. scene. It wasn't as much of your acoustic yeah. solo artists mm. and things yeah. like that. There was much more of a push for for getting just getting a band together and yeah. writing your own thing and just yeah yeah. Loads still loads of good covers bands around though. Really good cover artists. Good so, solo. What's um, oh, I can't remember his name now. But there's uh, there's there's a couple of really good good songwriters around in Preston at the time as well. And the lamb, the lamb was like full of jazz, funk, blues bands, yeah. like every week. And would that be every maybe in the week as well? Like because you, yeah. you know you don't get yeah. as much weekday music maybe no. now, do you? My dad would take me out, you know, for a coke, you know, because I was like what sixteen, seventeen. So he'd like literally take me out on a Tuesday, and he said, "Oh, free parking around tonight." And I mean, free parking. There's a guy called Norman Helm yeah. on bass, and another local sort of to me a legend you know great bass player unbelievable but he would always be in these funky really you know like, yeah. or I mean to be honest he's 
he could play anything. But but there was all these different musicians that would would play, yeah, funk, jazz, mm. you know, really good, really nice. good. Yeah. You know. So like, obviously, we said it. We've asked about like the types of bands around. Was well, really, there's only sort of one venue, I suppose, in, in Preston that's really known now, and that's the Ferret. Yeah, yeah. How many of that type of venue was there for original music? Because obviously, yeah, See, what, what you were mainly playing. What was good when when we were playing with Blowback, you could so that you were around the corner from the Lamb, so it wasn't even like um, you didn't have to pay to get in. It's just a pub, so you could just literally walk between two pubs that were like within spitting distance, mm. and you would have a live band on Friday and Saturday night for definite. But they would have bands on all week, so you just walk up and down. And just go and have a pint in there, go and see what's going yeah. on, you know. And so they were the two main small venues. Um, the whole, the whole scene was. I think there was mm. so many more dance halls. The, the 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 act of going out was was people actually danced, mm. yeah. and they also there was a circuit. Mm. Yeah, you know, I can remember talking to a guy. Who, I was at a computer course, l learning how to use Windows. It was this new thing, <laughs> <laughs> and it was. But he was talking. He, he obviously knew I was into bands, and he was talking about. It. He said, "Oh, we used to just literally." Um, oh, there was a funny story there. We, we, we stands in jail and vans. Funny, funny. Anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> and he, but he was saying that you'd literally just you'd just go be go on chip in by a Bedford van or a, or a tranny van right, yeah. and, and you just go and hit the road yeah. and it, there would, but there would be like a few venues in every town because everybody that's where everybody mm. went yeah. to hear the music it, and it, or you'd have a jukebox but that'd be in the calf so, mm. so things yeah, have just yeah. so they've come on so much how did you get the gigs? Did you go in with a, like a like a CD or a tape? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so did you we, go through agencies? No. Well, we tried agencies, but it was more. We did a few gigs in Manchester, so it was more that we got a couple of Friday nights. We played the night and day a couple of times when I was with Stands in Jail, but Big venue, but that. it was yeah, it's, it's it's a decent venue. We mm. got like you know like we, we, and again like you say, we we're an original band. Nobody knew really who we were, yeah. but but everybody knew that the, the night and day was a good night out. Yeah. So if you're there on a Friday night, you'd have an audience. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you'd have people that would would come and and, and check you out. You know. Yeah. Um, but I suppose I suppose the the main things with with us was Wednesday Thursdays was like showcase nights, right. Roundhouse, uh, is it the Boardwalk? Is it Boardwalk in Manchester? Yeah, yeah, there is, yeah. Still there's, going, that the, venue, the sure star is. as well, is it? The star, that, see, it's all changed now. Yeah, But, yeah, but there's, um, oh, is that in Blackpool? I can't remember. But there's, there was a few venues that would put four or five bands on. Yeah. And you'd just get your half an hour slot. I see, and try to impress, just, sort of thing. And you'd just yeah. go, and, go and, yeah, and you, so you'd all play to each other's mates, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did a couple of them in London. We tried it, you know, like our hand in, in London. But it's the same crack. It, it was, it's all very long shot stuff, to be honest. Yeah. You know, you'd make a demo, you'd go to a studio somewhere in Liverpool. We'd recorded a couple of times in Manchester. Uh, at, you know, like, say, a weekend of two sort of 10 hour sessions. Yeah, yeah. Got a demo together. Yeah. And then you'd try and push that. You know, it's, it's that kind it's of. It's tough going, yeah. It, it can be tough going. It can be tough going, but it's. But it's, I don't know, it's the fun in it. Definitely, been, yeah. You know, it's, I mean, it's, I think it's so much easier now. 
but it's so, it's also very fragmented, very split, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, it's an oversaturation, isn't yeah, it? But you, you, you can just ping things to people, can't you? But you can ping it out yeah. there, which is, there's a freedom to that. Right, so the next one is the favourite topic episode we've done. We... Oh, yeah, bloody hell. It's a blast from the past, isn't it? We had not yeah. done one of them for a while. So we had what we have, vocal health. Oh, this is easy, this one. Um, things that can go wrong at a gig for me. Um, oh. It was funny, that. Just good to realise that you're not mental yourself because it's happening to everybody everywhere every weekend. Yeah, I, um, think, I think that one and the, the vocal health one was probably an interesting one, but yeah. just the stories that were coming in because we, 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 we did try and get prepared for that one, but we couldn't get anything until like the last night or the, night, the morning of the episode. Yeah. So there was all these stories flying in the chats. And I just remember sort of like crying with laughter at some of them. Like well, just after waking up in the morning, my missus is like there like, going, what are you laughing about? I'm there like literally physically crying with laughter about three of these stories. Oh, yeah. Um, but I've got to say there were some brilliant ones, which again, we'll talk about later. But that episode was just for me. Like probably one of the funniest episodes we've had. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. Is, is there is there a particular part of that? Obviously, we that's the first time we actually asked fellow musicians to not write in, but we asked for a quote off them, didn't we? Of their worst gig experiences. It, was there a particular story that that stood out to you with that one? There was two. I think the first one that came through was from Callum Cod. Uh, he's in a band called The Racket and Witness. Um, and the rack of lights at the cavern falling on his head. And then uh, Liam Hillier's riot story. Um, if you haven't seen that episode, just... Uh, well, we'll put a clip up in a minute. But well, yeah, we, we, we actually clipped that up on YouTube as well as a separate video. So what I'll do is I'll, um, I'll link that. It should be above here. So I'll link it there for this you. This is genius. I once played a gig at a pub. Within within two songs, I snapped a string on my guitar, then my battery died on my guitar. The <laughs> pub like had a spare guitar to save restringing during the gig. Snapped a string on that about six songs later. Then two songs from the end, the pub got raided by the police. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed this much when I read it as well. Oh, wow. Oh. Ready for what drugs, I'm guessing. (laughs) (laughs) They tried to arrest some man, and the man was resisting, and a full-on Royal Rumble was going on between the police and the customers as they was getting thrown over the tables and on the floor whilst I was playing Mr. Brightside, because the bar staff told me to carry on. (laughs) And the policeman shouting at me, Listen, mate, shut the fuck up, <laughs> as he couldn't call for backup. Oh, really? Because all I could hear on the radio was me playing Mr. Brightside. <laughs> I won't ma- name the pub. And that is from Liam Hillier. That's Liam, brilliant. that is absolutely brilliant. This one is coming from uh, Callum Codd. He's uh, a member of the witness band, The Racket. Um, a great little uh, I think they're a punk band, but they're yeah, yeah. sort of they indie punk, really. Yeah. Um, played a show at the Cavern, and the full rack of stage lights fell down mid-song and hit me on the head. I even had to fill in the accident book on the stage <laughs> to add insult to the wound. <laughs> so this is mid-performance? Sort of mid-performance. Wow. Were they heavy lights? Like, <laughs> can fucking imagine. hell. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, that, that one when I read it. 
was I, I burst out laughing. Right, we're back. Yeah, right, okay. So the funny favourite topic one yeah. led on to the funniest moments. Right, yeah. Which is one that I'd have. Um, right. <laughs> funniest comments made by a guest. Oh, and there's only one that sticks out. Yeah, in this one if, for if me. you're on the same page here, then uh, you probably won't. You probably won't appreciate us saying this because I think afterwards, on reflection, he was a bit like, "Why did I say that?" <laughs> Well, it's got to be Chris Healy's Michael Jackson uh, quote. <laughs> just watch this one. He's quite, Chris Healy's quite a, not a serious, he isn't a serious guy, but he's just, you just didn't expect it, it to come out of his mouth at that moment. Yeah. What did he say? Michael Jackson touches kids, so yeah. I don't like him. The only reason I don't like Michael Jackson is because he nonces kids. But just, <laughs> like, no, I mean, it's just got to go out there. It was yeah, funny. It was funny, to be fair. And, any others you can, I mean, we've, we've had pretty light-hearted <laughs> chats with everybody, really, haven't we? Um, Lee Jones had, we had a good laugh with him. He was good, and George had plenty of laughs as well, to be fair. So, uh, yeah, there was a few laughs in George's episode. Um, there was another funny comment. I don't, I, 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 I'm gonna take the guest part out of this, but your one where you misunderstood Morris dancing. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you'll appreciate that one. That, uh, <laughs> oh, that was another challenge, wasn't it? For getting her footage and stuff like that. Oh, but, god, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was uh, the Mor- Morrissey dancing, weren't it? Which, oh, Morrissey uh, dancing there. So those two clips definitely stood out for me. Yeah, we'll throw them in there. I think it was quite funny how George Georgia wrote the song um, about a bo- current boyfriend and he hasn't got oh, a clue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's seen that, but uh, that was uh, quite funny as well. Too, um, so. Georgia, if you're listening, um, hope you're all right. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> stay, I know George's boyfriend. Uh, stay, I hope you're all right as well. Um, I hope you two can work it out. <laughs> we can work it out. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll run a couple of those clips for you now. Can't wait to edit this. Prince or Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson. Yeah, the only reason I don't like Michael Jackson is because he fiddled kids. But, well, um, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm you know, allegedly. Yeah. Um, I'm just, just in case any lawyers. We've been taking off the issue. Bang. Yeah, yeah. Straight in. Straight in. I actually wrote it about sort of like being in a relationship, but you're sort of like values don't add up and, wait um, till he sees this <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know it's about him <laughs> oh, okay, okay. well let, let you cross that bridge when you get home <laughs> i know you said obviously you were into your morrissey dancing and stuff is there any artist morrissey dancing what Mor- the guy out of the smiths oh, yeah well, morris dancing <laughs> oh, there we go <laughs> that up. we've got about Seven minutes left on recording. We're going to try and keep this short and sweet today, as it is a little bit of a recap before our next batch of episodes go out. So, what have we got any more? Right, so there was one about stories, but we've kind of covered the one about the stories. Um, Right, funniest moments for me. Well, one of them hasn't come in, but we did try and record an episode with um, a certain special guest. But I've got to say... (laughs) The introduction of Amy Shithouse. Oh, yeah. What right, wait, was it Amy Shithouse? It was Lady yeah, Gargle, no, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, Amy Shithouse. Oh. We haven't introduced Gargle in this series. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Amy Shithouse when uh, Chris Healy was on. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, what a character. Oh, yeah, what a lady, what a woman. What a woman, she's yeah. just a great woman. I've got first-hand experience as well with the, <laughs> yeah, how much um, of a woman she is. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I dealt with a message inside. Um, it was, yeah, it was me that got her on, and... Um, Chris just looks oh. ever so impressed by this. Oh, he? He, lo- he just looked disgusted, didn't he? And <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's ever been so uh, 
embarrassed to say anything no. in his life, to be no. fair. No, it was funny though, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, so I think there's a few clips about that one. <laughs> I think we've got to show the game, yeah. part of the game with Shithouse. Yeah. Um, and the introduction to Shithouse has got to go in there. <laughs> Definitely, let's put it in now. <laughs> We're going to introduce Amy Shithouse for you. Oh no. <laughs> Are you babe? You're mine. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you? You're alright, right. right, mate. So, um, Amy, what, what, what have you brought us today then? Right, well, we're going to do a little game. So, I'm going to be describing a song and you've just got to guess it. Right, okay. So, so basically, Amy's, um, you're, gonna, you're, you're a bit of a bitch, aren't you, to be fair? Oh, you bitch god. about everything, Facebook, all, all oh. the rest. So oh, you're going to try and bitch out a song and you've got to guess what the song is. I've got a real treat for you here. So. You've not got your hair up today, Amy. No, uh, no, I thought I'd have it down today. Yeah. I just, yeah, Let it gets down. a bit hard work. Yeah. You know. Bit of a shit result at the weekend as well. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, you bastard. Yeah, <laughs> so, anyway. Anyway. Right, so there's this girl, and she can, you know what, she can fuck off, she can just hold her horses a little bit. <laughs> I, I thought about this one, I swear. She can just hold her horses a little bit. Because she knows it's gone well past the time. And, you know, you know what I say, just let it go after that, let it go after the moment. So just stand up, bite fire, and wipe that fucking shitty look off your face. <sighs> That's the key, isn't it? That bit. It might like be. That look. Might be. I'm not saying anything. I said Yeah, I feel like it's almost there. Don't look back in anger. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oasis. You should be banned from doing Oasis. I said maybe. There you go. I'm the winner. What do I win? Right, okay, we're back. Right. Hope you enjoyed uh, Lee, Lee's cross-dressing. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that these days, Lee. Uh, what? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I don't sorry, know what you're yeah. on about. <laughs> that was Amy Shithouse, wasn't it? <laughs> Never, I've not actually got to meet her in person yet. Oh. Um, so, yeah, it's been, it's been very true. Lee and Amy Shithouse have never been in the same room together. They haven't, though. <laughs> At the same time. They're either having a secret affair or uh, <laughs> yeah. they're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, so the one I wanted to get onto was worst moments. Now we briefly touched on one of them, but I think the first really bad moment was there <laughs> losing Shelley's footage. Yeah. Um, so Shelley Lefay, big shout out. She'd come all the way from from Manchester, um, which it had to be that that was the episode, didn't it? It couldn't have just been Chris from down the road, um, and I'd bloody accidentally deleted the footage. So uh, I got home to edit and the footage are completely gone, of Shelley. So it would have just been me and you, because it was two cameras, it would have just been me and you talking to nothing. So yeah. I had to get as many pictures as I could of Shelley. <laughs> I was just trawling her Facebook, and barely know the girl, and I'm just trawling her Facebook page like a stalker, <laughs> clipping up as many photos as I could get. Um, but to be fair, it worked out all right in the end, and we've had her on since. She's in the second series as well. Yeah. Little spoiler for you. Um, and, you know, second time round, I think it was... a. It was another good episode as well. So it's one of them, like, it'll never happen again because you have to sort of go through these experiences. I feel like 
even though I'm experienced now with music and I've had loads of fuck-ups at gigs and stuff yeah. and learnt from them, you'd think it'd be similar sound and stuff, but no, it's a completely was, new thing. Like, yeah, you know. that, was, that was a bit gut-wrenching because... We even tried to recover if footage and yeah, it just didn't work. I nearly work. paid for some software and yeah. if it was quite a bit of money, but I think even if I'd have paid for it, it wouldn't have been able to have brought it back. No. So I'm just glad I didn't buy it. Like, you yeah, know. definitely. <laughs> um, but she was good about it though, Shelley, to be fair. Um, yeah. So I appreciate that, Shelley, and uh, looking forward to seeing your episode in the, uh, the next series. Yeah, yeah. so we'll uh, go to a clip of that. Luke, have so much fun editing this one. That's good. I do have a little bit of a bugbear at tribute bands because it's like, um, it's fine. I understand why people don't look like their wedding or something like that, but it's just like, can't we make room for like new stuff? Yeah. Do we have to keep yeah. rehashing the old? No, that's a good know? point. You're in an Apple tribute band, aren't you? So. Are you? <laughs> it's not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely I'm not. I'm so excited. Though. I'm going to eat my word. <laughs> Stop no, crushing people's dreams. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 it's fair enough. It's an interesting concept, isn't it? Because obviously, I don't really go into Manchester that much, but when you go to like Matthew Street in Liverpool and you've got all the Beatles covers and everything else, like it, it is a completely different market, isn't it? You know, and yeah. um, it, I've always found the concept strange. I mean, I. I'm getting into writing, but it's not really been a big thing for me. But I, I didn't know until fairly recently that you don't really get paid for doing original gigs or not often. And it's a strange no. concept, isn't it? Because there's a lot more effort that goes into writing your own music. But it's awful. It's backwards. It's completely But it backwards. just seems to be the way it is. And there's no mm. manoeuvring that, is there? Um, what are your feelings? Yeah. Well, obviously, I know what your feelings are going to be. But <laughs> can you talk a little bit about like the reasons why that might be? And I wish I knew. Yeah. I like I was going to apply for this festival a little while ago um, and like you know it's like a fairy folky kind of festival so I was like well I'll fit right in and um, I looked at the bands they had on in the past and all the headliners were like tribute acts yeah. and I was like oh, fuck off yeah. I don't want anything to do with you idiots <laughs> <laughs> it's just um, I don't know why that would be no. I think it's so depressing hope you enjoyed um, a little bit of Shelley's episode there what was it she said about the rolling street cube? And she said she had a rolling... What was it? Uh, yeah, you thought it was a rolling street cube. <laughs> like, she, I was like, no, Luke, it's not. It's not the amp just doesn't roll like that. Um, and then you're like, oh, Roland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a brand. <laughs> have you got, have you got um, any more? Yeah, so um, there's been a few technical issues, which we've glitched over one of them. Yeah. Which was obviously the compression issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've obviously done the mic placement, but what what other things have kind of gone wrong in an episode? I remember oh, there was God one we've had to stop an episode where was it George's mic just kept going yeah. down and down and yeah. down? <laughs> We'd put a mic on a mic stand similar to what Lee, well, it was the same as what Lee's got today, and uh, I mustn't have just like tightened it. tightened it up enough and. I was just thinking to myself, is that mic getting lower and lower? It was like coming out of the shot. <laughs> and then and, uh, <laughs> if you watch that episode back, you'll just say, Luke, yeah. go to the camera. We'll just have to stop yeah. this episode. But do you know what I saw in the editing <laughs> as well was, um, was obviously I can move the footage along and I could just see the mic going like that. You know, like the sun going down. <laughs> just like, oh, like sped up sun, sunset. Yeah. Uh, another one as well. Justin's uh, mic had completely like 
and done a 360 oh, in the man. thing. So again, we mustn't have tightened something enough and the mic just started like moving around. So say the front of the mic obviously is here. The front of the mic had turned around all the way here. So he was just talking into like the back of the microphone that <laughs> didn't pick up sound. So what was, just... what was the other one? Was it where um, Lee was like... Um, Lee, we hadn't quite got the focus settings on oh, the camera right, and then yeah. Lee was almost out of focus, yeah. and you had to do a hell of a lot of yeah, editing yeah. to get to that make right. him into like some '80s VCR like type thing. Oh, you know? mate. Yeah, but to be fair, like we, we we've recovered, we've recovered stuff well, and it's only going to get better from here, really. So uh, yeah, I think we should just slow uh, show the clip of George's mic just yeah, going down. Yeah, I might take some digging, but we'll have a look. Right, Lee. Right. What have we got next? Um, last one. Um, I'm sure uh, this is more off air, to be honest, but yeah. we've had issues, haven't we, where we've uh, forgotten stuff. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> the first one I can remember, like you always had to at the beginning remind me to take my interface. Interface, yeah. Um, so I've had to go back for that, like almost got to the studio and you like, oh, yeah, remember your interface. Yeah, so most people Turn know back. what an interface is, but it's basically what you plug your mic into to then get it into the laptop. So I've got, I don't know why I bought it, but I've got like a single channel interface, so I can only put one mic into it. I think at the time I was just like, oh, well, I'm only going to be singing on my yeah. own. Could have really done with something bigger if I'd have known what we were going to be doing now. So we've had to basically use both of our interfaces. And do you not connect yours up at home and do recording at home? So you... uh, Not so much now. I, like, I, I do every now and then for... Um demos for like before the impact or if i have to do like a little um acoustic demo of anything yeah then yeah i'll do it um i did used to do all my recordings from home right um but then i started forking out money to use producers and there uh, then you're paying for them to hire the studio and all sorts and yeah um so i can effectively record guitar and vocal at the same time yeah um, but, but yeah, basically we can't do the podcast. What, what, what my point was is we yeah. can't do it without it. So we'd be like having to drive 25 minutes each way to go and get a bloody tiny box and yeah, stuff like so that. Yeah, so I've forked out a shitload in petrol yeah. doing that. I, for, uh, I forgot camera stands as well and you end up balancing it on something, just, you know, like yeah. hoping uh, that it's not going to fall off because you're balancing it on this bloody thing. The yeah. funniest one was Lee's episode where we had to run out to get an XLR <laughs> oh, from shit, Chris yeah. Healy. Right, we interrupted his lesson. Yeah, like, yeah. He what? He he didn't. Apparently, he wasn't best pleased by that. But was he not? I, oh, oh, did I say that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hope you're all right, Chris, and we're really sorry yeah. for interrupting you. So I did this lesson. like chariots of because the the guests had already arrived, and I'd done this chariots of fire run across Chorley to his studio <laughs> to get this bloody lead, and he was like teaching this young kid like a lesson, and I had to knock on the door and be like, "Sorry, Chris, can I borrow a wire?" And uh, he didn't look best pleased, to be fair, but uh, cheers for that, Chris. Appreciate it. Yeah, he saved the episode. <laughs> um, right. Is there any other struggles you can think of from me? Struggles? Um, there's been plenty, to be fair. Like, they crop up all the time. I'd say if you're going to do... Do you, do you know what? Is it, somebody contacted me a while ago and said, oh, I'm looking to start a podcast. And the first thing I thought was, good luck with that, mate, because unless you've got a little bit well you, you can you can do a little start up but if you're going to be serious about it there's so much you need to learn about sound stuff we work in music but there's stuff that we've had to learn about sound videography you know all sorts of social media stuff i mean it's all useful stuff to learn in this day and age but you've really got to commit to the cause and there's going to be so many things that go wrong at the start i think regardless of how prepared you feel 
there's so much stuff that can go wrong, like just keep going with it, basically, you know? Yeah, the, the, the fact is, as long as you're enjoying it, it doesn't matter yeah. how hard you're working, but the workload that goes into making yeah. this podcast happen is yeah. far beyond what we expected um, at the beginning. And I think you just have to get something that you really enjoy, even if it is a basic setup to begin with. Yeah. Just try and get it sounding really good, really mm. clear, and get the picture as clear as you can possibly yeah. get it. Just remember, the better quality that you can get everything, the better it'll come out, and the more people will want to watch and listen so, to yeah. you. I think and it's subconscious more than anything. Like, the podcasts that I watch, like, they're not... Some of them aren't, like, incredible productions, but... The, it's the sound for me. Like, yeah. if you're listening to something for an hour and a half and there's something really annoying in the audio, that's the thing that would kill a podcast if I was listening to somebody else's. Yeah. Like, so, I think that's why you can have DIY music videos and all that get yeah. really good views because, I mean, the Snots had, like, a, got a massive budget from their uh, record label to do their music video for Somebody Loves You, but they chose to give out money to different charities and raise money for mm. different charities and film the whole music video on mobile phones. But because the production of the track was so good and the idea and the concept yeah. was so good, um, it did make a difference for yeah, them. I think so. So they ended up with millions of views on it. But I think, yeah, that is probably the one thing I would say. It doesn't have to look, it doesn't have to be 4K HD quality. If you've only got a budget for a small camera, yeah, just get a decent enough mic and get yeah. really good at editing audio because it does make a difference. And I've probably got an ear now for what you hate. Yeah. And like sometimes you have to tweak it a little bit, yeah. but generally we're there now. So the way it generally works is you do you do the audio editing, I do the video editing. I'm not an expert on video by any means, but um, you've got more experience with sound. And it's uh, the, the main thing with, with speech is sibilance. So your S's, your T's. And it always, we've worked out where it sits in the frequency spectrum now, aren't we? And if you can just get rid of those harsh sounds, I feel like subconsciously people will tend to listen to it for longer because it's just, it, it's annoying on the ear after a while. And I think that's what we struggle with at the start as well, finding yeah. them frequencies, getting them out, but it makes the world a difference. Yeah, and hence the compression argument yeah. because, you know, you're trying to fight with these things. You feel like you've got it right, but every episode is different. Yeah. Every guest voice is different, the way they speak. So we had Lee Jones and Justin Crowe who's talked more quietly, whereas the rest of our guests yeah. have probably been a lot more confident and loud. Yeah. So then you, then you have to compress theirs differently, you have to EQ them differently, particularly with like the female to male yeah. sort of frequency range. You've then got to work out where the annoying frequencies mm. are and get rid of them. Definitely. Obviously, it goes without saying, the room plays a big part as well, and we're hoping that on this episode, this mic here is taking away most Better. of the room and we're just getting a, a, like a, a flatter response. That, that's what these mics are meant to be good for. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we'll see, see what happens. But yeah, inve investing in stuff, um, I think in the long term is worth it. But, you know. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Just, and also, just keep your topics really simple, I'd say, is probably mm. the thing. For anyone looking to start a podcast, 100% do it. It's so much fun. But... Just realise the work and also keep your topics really simple. Yeah. So if you're going to have a guest, like get a template of what you want to talk about and like an order of how you're going to talk about things. So maybe from the early part of the 
early part of the person's life get to a beginning, a middle, and an end somehow. Yeah. And you'll have a much more free-flowing podcast and you'll just be able to have a conversation then. <laughs> I'd love it if I, uh, on the end of this episode, I'm out of focus, you're out of focus. <laughs> Sounds awful. And my arms it's are like, going everywhere. Like, and I'm, my face is just blurred. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so going forward then, Lee, um, what um, can we expect in the future? What are we looking to improve on? Um, where are we looking to take the podcast? Yeah, for me, um, that was actually the next part right, I was going to come to. So you've obviously uh, done your homework yeah, and read yeah. uh, the itinerary. <laughs> um, I think we can just expect guests to get better and better. We're aiming to get more high-profile guests on as well. Not that the ones that we've had on, <laughs> that's no disrespect to them. But um, we've we've been in touch with a few people who've mm. who've done really really well in their field we want to keep we want to keep to the message of the podcast so even if we do eventually get some bigger ones on it'd be nice to talk about their experiences at a lower level because yeah if they're high profile you're going to probably know the majority of their story anyway yeah you want you want to find out the the grind that they've had to yeah, go through yeah. rather than what they're doing now yeah. necessarily like justin crow's a prime example of mm-hmm. that so he's obviously got to a level where he's playing all over the world but the amount of work in men's clubs he would have played in yeah. before he got onto that stage in Brazil, in Israel, or wherever. That's what we're trying to keep. I think we can expect probably more of the stuff towards the end of last, se- last series or season, whatever you want to call it, where yeah. it was just getting to a good standard yeah. in terms of it was more free-flowing chats there was just a bit of a laugh and very relaxed atmosphere with it. And the quality of the sound was getting better and better, I felt. 100%. So in terms of um, moving the podcast forward then, um, what what are our plans for the next? I mean, the the next series is only going to really have five guests in it. Um, And the the episodes that we've already filmed so far, we won't name the guests, but they've been been great, aren't they? They've been good episodes. We've learned a lot. Uh, in terms of production and stuff like that, is there anything you want to improve on? We've just invested in this mic, as yeah, you say. Um, it'd be nice, hopefully, if it sounds good, it'd be nice to invest in, in a couple, a couple more, more of these mics. Um, maybe uh, get our own camera instead of borrowing uh, Steffi's. Uh, Steffi's <laughs> kindly lent us a room as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, so it'd be nice for if, if we could actually use our own gear yeah. in here as well. And uh, Cameras aren't cheap, man. No, are it's... Uh, I think I was still paying this camera off until about a couple of months ago and I bought it about three years ago or something. Yeah, like sometimes when you're... Yeah. When we're not playing Wembley Stadium, mate, we have to get these things on finance, don't oh, we? I know, I know. And then you've got to make sure the money's there for the finance. Exactly. So but yeah, I think um, it'd be nice to toy around a little bit with lighting. As well. not, obviously, we've got lights, but maybe some sort of neon lighting or something to just give it a little bit of an edge. But yeah, yeah we're trying to improve it all the time, you know. Um, I think... Something I've really worked on in the last couple of weeks as well is like working on our social media side. So like clipping up episodes, bits of episodes. I was looking at some comedy podcasts. Um, it's fun, we should give a mention actually. There's a, oh, he's a he's called Carl Porter. He went to my school. He's just gone massively viral on on Instagram and TikTok. He, he won't know me, but um, well, he might do. But he's he was one of my best mates' mates at school, and I saw him blow up the other day on on. Uh, mm. 
TikTok or whatever it was with his, his uh, what was he doing? He was imitating oh, like a football celebration. A goal, goal celebration. It was a fantastic impression yeah. of it, to be fair. And I'd noticed he'd been on a couple of comedy podcasts and I was just what, looking at what they do social media-wise to get engagement and it's all clipping up parts of episodes and it's little things like getting the thumbnails of the pictures of even Instagram videos up and, and, and putting captions on videos and just trying to bring people to the podcast because you can put your episodes out and leave it at that. Yeah. But if you're not giving people a taster of it, they're not just going to go, oh, do you know what? I'll just go and have a look at that podcast. You're going to have to give them a reason to get there, aren't you? And I think that's why we've seen the growth in the last... Yeah. Well, the the last few episodes really yeah. Yeah. have kind of got that growth because we've been able to get more content yeah. out. Well, jo Georgia was our highest um, viewed episode and I would put a lot of work in behind the scenes to kind of get clips out of her during the episode. And also Georgia, Georgia sharing it yeah, yeah. Um, That's really important helped. as well. It like, is important. I think that interaction is what I want. Like, so yeah. more than anything, you know, we do this to give our listeners something. So, like, it'd be nice for our listeners to actually get involved, get in the comments yeah. and actually suggest things that they want to know about Definitely. what it's like. Yeah. You know, what do you want to hear? What topics do you want to hear? What, what games do you want? Have you got any games that we could turn yeah. into musical-related games that we can play on yeah. this podcast? Because if you get them a part of it, like, they can almost feel like they've been a part of that. No, I agree. Almost like producers. If you've, if, obviously, you know what we're about now a little bit. Um, so if you want to email any suggestions into the podcast for games, episodes, you don't have to do our work for us, but um, just anything you'd like to see on the podcast, it's tomscastmusic at gmail.com or just contact us on our social medias. We're, we'll always reply to anybody. So um, yeah, give us a shout if there's anything you want to see. Or if you're sat at home and you've not been on the podcast yet, we're, quite, we're, we're getting a little bit booked up, which is good, we guess. Yeah. But if you want to come on, then uh, by all means, we'll have you on the podcast. We want to be a voice for everybody. We don't want to exclude. I think we've got a DJ coming on at some point as well. It's not just you know, typical live instrumental music, if that makes sense. No, that no, make sense? definitely not. Yeah. I think um, as well, the, by the way, the social medias are at Tom's Cast One. Mm. Um, as well, we've got a gig, haven't we, Luke? We've got one at the White Bear in Adlington, and that's in, is it November? It's the 24th of November, I believe. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, the White Bear in Adlington. Um, so we'll, well, we'll talk a little bit about our last gig. We did a gig at Exton Beer Festival, or X-Fest as it's called. So that was me granddad on acoustic drum, Lee on um, backing vocals and um, electric guitar, and me on rhythm and, and vocal. And it was a class gig, weren't it, mate? It was, oh, it was really fantastic. good. Um, well, I bought a couple of new pedals for that because yeah. I was switching between guitars. It was like I bought this little switching pedal so I could sort of mute it while I was switching guitars. Um, and I could also have two guitars plugged in at the same yeah. time. Um, but I also brought this octave pedal, which really I felt like expanded the sound. Um, and we we were loud and proud, weren't we? Oh, it was I so just felt good. like I don't get to play in. It's not a band per se, is it? We we're a trio, really, but. Just, I'm used to solo acoustic or a bit of a duo acoustic, and I just thought we would just give it some, and it was like felt like, felt good, like you know. Yeah, and I mean, I'm so used to playing rhythm guitar, so yeah. it was nice to get on the lead guitar and actually step back from vocals again. Uh, well, I do that obviously with flash floods, and mm. but I do more solo gigs, so it was just nice to play a gig with a different angle and just experiment with stuff because. Yeah. You know, I wanted to get better at guitar, and I feel like our voices as well, the harmonies are now complementing each mm -hmm. other. Me and your granddad have noticed us sort of getting that, like all three of us really, they're like connections bouncing off. And yeah, like, yeah. 
definitely. I, th- I so, think uh, Post Malone has been a highlight as yeah, well. Just yeah, playing definitely. Post Malone, man. It's a, yeah. such a fun song to play. Absolutely. So you know we. We've built we, we, we've built something that's enabled us to play live. It, you know, if I look back to this time last year, I was going out singing on my own every weekend. And if you go forward, like you know, we've we've built duos, trios. We've got this podcast up and running. It's it's been a good first season. We're looking forward to to what the future brings as well. We'd also like to shout out Stephanie Collette as well, who um it helps us. Hire, she doesn't help us. She gives us this studio to to use for podcast days. She's in here today editing. Um, and she's always really accommodating. Um, so we, we want to give her a shout out. She's at, I, I think I said on the advert, Blue Light Cafe, yeah. but it's not. It's Blue House Cafe. So she works above there. She can do photo shoots. Um, she can pretty much do anything with web design and photography, videography. Anything else, Steffi? I can't think of What's the else. website called, Steffi? <laughs> it's www.stephaniecollette.com. Is that right? There we go. Yeah. Anything you want to add, Lee? Keep following, keep watching, yep. keep enjoying and come and see us in, in, at the White Bear. At the White Bear, yeah. 24th of November we'll be there as a, as a trio. So, uh, yeah. And we need to get some QR codes and stuff to stick on our guitar cases and it all counts, doesn't it? We, so. I think we need a granddad social media camera. <laughs> social media <laughs> he gets the well. most attention at the gigs at yeah. the minute, you know. Yeah, Literally, I mean, like, I've, it's all the compliments that usually come to me have just been yeah. completely, like, shifted. I I'm think like, we yep, need no, granddad so. on the pod as well. I think yeah, we need we to get him on as a guest. That's got to be a special, that, hasn't it? I think, yeah, I think one. everyone in Chorley will be wanting yeah, to watch yeah, that next yeah. thing. He's got quite a following in Great Yarmouth as well, but, uh, yeah, that's another... <laughs> Another thing, yeah. Expanding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, shall we, uh, shall we call it there? I think that's a pod, mate. Yeah, thanks for watching season one, and we look forward to bringing you season two very soon. Thank you very much. See you soon. <laughs>